Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 1st of September, let's begin with updates from the city. Senior Congress leader Rahul Gandhi revealed that the Karnataka government's developmental efforts, led by CM Siddharamaya, will serve as a model for the nation. Speaking during the launch of the Gruha Lakshmi scheme recently, which offers 2,000 rupees monthly assistance to 11 million women heading households in Karnataka, he affirmed the party's fulfillment of their pre-election promises and emphasized these guarantees as a governance model. In other headlines, Karnataka's Energy Department has approved a 3,000 megawatts expansion of the solar park at Pavagard Tumakuru district. Karnataka Solar Power Development Corporation plans to set up a 2,500 megawatt project under Rayapte Gram Panchayat and a 500 megawatt project under Intu Raya Nahalli GP. Shakti Stala Raitara Shema Bhivrudi Sangha expressed gratitude to Energy Minister K.J. George, Deputy CM D.K. Shivkumar and CM Siddharamaya for project approval. In some more news, Karnataka State Pollution Control Board is set to file a criminal case against Karnataka State Road Transport Corporation for its failure to treat depot-generated effluent water. In response to central directives on river pollution, KSPCB has closed 48 non-compliant industries among 55 identified. KSRTC and others received repeated notices and hearings. KSPCB cited Water Act 1974, Section 41, seeking a criminal case against KSRTC. Legal proceedings, including sample collection, are underway. Up next in Q1 2023-24, KKRTC has introduced the Kalyana Ratha stylish AC sleeper buses connecting Bengaluru with Kalyana Karnataka towns, mirroring KSRTC's European-style Ambari Utsav buses. Transport Minister Ramalinga Reddy inaugurated the service, offering daily trips from Bengaluru to Raichur Division. Each rupees 1.77 crore Kalyana Ratha has a 1,250 rupees ticket covering Hospet, Gangavati, Siddhanur and Raichur in Kalyana, Karnataka. These Volvo 9,600 sleeper coaches accommodate 40 sleeping berths. Now on to other news. The transition of Bengaluru Airport's Terminal 2 to an international terminal has been temporarily postponed. The decision was made during a preparedness review meeting recently. The announcement assured a new transition date after consulting regulatory authorities. Terminal 1 will continue to handle international operations. Approvals from the Bureau of Civil Aviation Security are pending for Terminal 2's international operations. Moving on, the National Housing Bank reported housing price rises in 43 cities, with declines in 7 cities. NHB's housing price index indicated an annual increase of 4.8% in the 50-city index, lower than the previous year's 7%. While home loan rates remained affordable, Bengaluru saw a notable appreciation in property prices at 8.9% during the April-June 2023 period. Other cities such as Ahmedabad and Kolkata also experienced varying increases in the housing price index. Meanwhile, the Karnataka Examinations Authority has rescheduled the Postgraduate Entrance Test PGCET, from September 9th-10th to September 23rd-24th. The postponement is due to ongoing final semester undergraduate exams in certain universities in the state. The PGCET is crucial for admissions to ME, MTech, MARC and MCA courses. For more information, visit KEA's official website http kea.kar.nic.in. On a different note, farmers can receive complementary crop disease diagnosis 
at ICAR, Indian Institute of Horticultural Research's newly opened Plant Health Clinic in Hesargatta near Bengaluru, inaugurated by Dr. Himanshu Patak, Director General of ICAR and supported by Rashtriya Krishi Vikas Yojana, the clinic launch accompanied the inauguration of eight facilities costing over 10.86 crore rupees. Additionally, a center of excellence for dragon fruit cultivation was inaugurated, aiming to enhance local production and export. National news. Moving on to the national news, Chhattisgarh's Chief Minister Bhupesh Bhagel dispersed rupees 34.55 crores as the fifth installment of the Berojgari Bhatta Yojana Unemployment Allowance Scheme to 129,000 registered jobless youths. The scheme has now distributed a total of 146.98 crore rupees to unemployed individuals in the state. Bhagel also handed appointment letters to 82 training officers of industrial training institutes during the event in Raipur. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court issued a warning against a fake website designed by cybercriminals for phishing. Attackers are seeking personal and confidential data through this URL. The court circular strongly advises refraining from sharing such information and emphasizes that the authentic Supreme Court domain is www.sci.gov.in. Phishing involves deceptive tactics to steal sensitive data for malicious purposes. In more news, oncologist Ravi Kannan, a Padma Shri recipient and director of Assam's Kachar Cancer Hospital, was honoured with the 2023 Ramon Magsese Award, Asia's Noble Equivalent. Kannan lauded the recognition as an honour for the entire institution and its supporters. He played a pivotal role in expanding healthcare by initiating clinics and surgeries, notably conducting the Northeast's first microvascular surgery in 2012. Shifting our focus, India is set to undertake a groundbreaking scientific feat with the Aditya L1 mission, jointly led by ISRO and esteemed institutions. This mission will journey 1.5 million kilometres to study the Sun, offering new insights into our star over five years. Launching on September 2nd, it's India's first mission to study the Sun, aiming to observe solar activities and space weather impacts. The Indian Institute of Astrophysics contributed the primary payload, demonstrating unique collaboration. In a general weather update for the country, according to an IMD report, Maharashtra is grappling with a significant monsoon rainfall shortfall this season, with only 7 out of 36 districts reporting positive rainfall. The Marathwada and Madhya Maharashtra regions are severely affected by prolonged rain absence. Pune is also facing a 16% precipitation deficit since June 1st. The state's interior is adversely impacted by weakened monsoon conditions, contributing to an average 11% rainfall deficit. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Chinese President Xi Jinping is likely to miss the G20 summit in India, with Premier Li Qiang expected to represent Beijing instead. This follows India's protest against a new Chinese map claiming Indian territory. The meeting was anticipated as a possible venue for Xi to engage with US President Joe Biden to address strained relations. Xi's last meeting with Biden was during the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia last year. In ongoing news, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is set to attend the G20 summit in India on September 9th and 10th, as stated by the Canadian PMO. This marks his first visit to India since February 2018. The release indicates he'll be in New Delhi following his attendance at the ASEAN Summit in Jakarta and a Singapore bilateral visit. Trudeau aims to strengthen economic cooperation, remove trade barriers and foster climate action in the Indo-Pacific region. 
In a recent development, Pope Francis criticized certain U.S. Catholic leaders for embracing political ideologies over Christian doctrines, expressing concern about tensions between them and the Vatican over modernization efforts. Speaking during a private meeting with the Jesuit Order in Lisbon, he noted a backward and reactionary attitude among some U.S. religious figures, warning against replacing faith with ideologies and disconnecting from the Church's roots. In some other news, the Warren Alpert Medical School at Brown University will cease participation in the U.S. News & World Report Best Medical Schools rankings due to incongruence with the school's values and objectives. Dean Dr. Mukesh K. Jain highlighted flawed methodology and negative effects on medical education. The decision was made after consultations with students, alumni, faculty and the university's governing body. The change will take effect in 2024. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. Adani Group stocks experienced a drop after OCCRP's investigative report alleged significant investments through opaque Mauritius-based funds linked to Gautam Adani's family. Adani Green Energy, Adani Power, Adani Enterprises and others saw declines. Adani Group denied the allegations. On the BSC, Adani Green Energy fell 4.43%, Adani Power 3.82% and flagship Adani Enterprises 3.56%. Adani Ports, Adani Total Gas, NDTV and Adani Wilmar also witnessed drops. In more business news, SoftBank, having sold nearly 10 crore Zomato shares, about 1.17% of the company's equity, intends to fully exit the food delivery platform in the coming months. With around 2.18% stake left, SoftBank might sell via block deals. The Japanese firm bought Zomato shares for roughly Rs 71 last year, yielding substantial profits. Tiger Global Management also divested its 1.44% Zomato stake earlier this week. Next up, in some tech news, Google is introducing the search generative experience for Google Search in India, integrating generative AI with web searches. Users can opt for this feature in Google's experimental search labs. It offers an AI-generated snapshot of essential search information followed by traditional search results. This change involves large language models including Google's MUM and PALM2. SGE is initially available for users on Chrome, updated Google app on Android, iPhone or iPad. Moving on, Apple is reportedly experimenting with 3D printers for crafting steel chassis of upcoming smartwatches, a shift in its manufacturing methods. This approach avoids the need to carve large metal pieces, saving time and resources while being more environmentally friendly. Currently, the stainless steel Apple Watches utilize a conventional method, but the new process involves binder jetting 3D printing for creating near-net shape outlines. In market news for September 1st, the Sensex experienced a decline of 157.92 points, equivalent to 0.24%, reaching 64,929.33. Similarly, the Nifty faced a decrease of 64.50 points or 0.33%, landing at 19,283. Among the shares, approximately 1,521 moved higher, 1,588 saw a decrease and 93 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee gained value due to a weaker US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. The highly anticipated trailer for Javan was unveiled, giving fans a preview of Shah Rukh Khan's upcoming film just days before its release. 
The action-packed video showcases SRK's collaboration with Nayantara and director Atli. The movie follows Shah Rukh's character, a former soldier leading a team of women in daring heists across the country. The trailer also features appearances by Deepika Padukone and Vijay Sethupathi. Jawan releases on September 7th. In news from Hollywood, the trailer for the upcoming film Ferrari, starring Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari and directed by Michael Mann, was unveiled. The racing drama showcases Enzo's journey from ex-Formula 1 racer to creating the iconic Ferrari brand amidst personal and financial challenges. Also starring Patrick Dempsey and Jack O'Connell among others, the film will release in theaters on December 25th. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Actor Nayantara has finally entered the world of social media, marking her Instagram debut before her movie Jawan release. Known for being reclusive, she shared an Instagram reel walking with her twins to Rajnikanth's jailer tune. The reel shows her and her twin babies Uyir and Ulag sporting sunglasses. Nayantara also shared the newly released Jawan trailer, expressing excitement for her collaboration with Shah Rukh Khan. Spooler Sports In sports news, India's Rohan Bopanna and his Australian men's doubles partner Matthew Ebden advanced to the second round of the US Open with a swift victory over Christopher O'Connell and Alexander Vukic. Seeded 6, they secured a 6-4 6-2 win in under an hour, breaking their opponents 3 times and maintaining a 72% first serve percentage. In more sports updates, Babar Azam led Pakistan to victory against Afghanistan and continued his impressive form in the Asia Cup 2023 opener against Nepal. In his 19th ODI century, he outshone prominent players like Virat Kohli, Hashim Amla, David Warner, and AB De Villiers. Babar's century in the 42nd over solidified his place among the elite list of players with 19 ODI centuries in just 102 innings. Wrapping up sports news. Bolstered by India's growing prominence in global athletics, particularly Neeraj Chopra's triumph in Budapest, the Athletics Federation of India is mulling a bid for the 2027 World Championships. Although discussions with the government are in the early stages, AFI officials are confident about securing approval for the bid. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. The Grand Bengaluru Ganesh Utsav is back for its 61st edition. Experience live performances by top artists like Beat Gurus, Srinivas and Anup Jalota and more. Mark your calendars for September 3rd and 4th at 11 a.m. and head to Orion Mall, Rajajinagar. Catch the incredible Harpreya Benz in her latest stand-up special, Punchliner's Comedy Show, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 2nd of September at 6:45 p.m. Join an exclusive sip and paint art date workshop by Bangalore Groove Company and spend a leisurely weekend painting while sipping on delightful drinks happening at Dwani Bar and Kitchen in Dranagar on the 3rd of September at 2 p.m. Been looking for a platform to exhibit your acting skills? Here's something for you. Join the exclusive Lights Camera Connect the Grand Conclave workshop conducted by ACE experts at Slay Coffee Kurumangla 5th block. on the 2nd of September at 6 p.m. You can also catch Ace comic Arun Shriram as he headlines his latest outing What's in a Name performing live at the Comedy Garage KR Puram on the 3rd of September at 7:30 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on September 1st expect storms with thunder and lightning in the city during the afternoon hours. There's a low chance of moderate rainfall. Temperatures will range between 20 degrees Celsius and 29 degrees Celsius. 
the maximum heat index factoring in humidity reaches 33 degrees celsius the high temperature aligns with the typical august peak of 27.5 degrees celsius that's all for now on the bengaluru commute podcast for today i'm anupama rajaratnam if you enjoyed this episode please do follow the bengaluru commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well it helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it even better if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast share it with them make your commute truly extraordinary the bengaluru commute podcast skill is now available on alexa all you have to do is to download the skill from your alexa app and look for the bengaluru commute podcast the bengaluru commute podcast powered by spooler